0: Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of the First in Orange podcast, presented by the Denver Post. This is sports writer Kyle Newman, joined by my colleague Ryan O'Halloran out here in Dove Valley. We're talking Broncos training camp day seven. Be discussing the end of practice as the Fangio got fired up a little bit. Also talking Javante Williams and Jonathan Cooper, a couple rookies on both sides of the ball, and some injury concerns to close the show. So, uh, Ryan, first off... To close the the practice today, Drew Locke threw a pick, and well, then also false starts were an issue today. Ryan, with by my count, six, maybe even seven. So Vic Fangio, not too happy after practice.
1: No, and and that's good to see. And before we talked about the end of practice, you mentioned the false start penalties. At one point, um, Vic blew the whistle and says, "Start the bleeping thing over, back to play one." So. He, uh, he said they introduced some different kind of cadences and snap counts today. Well, that's supposed to fool the defense. It ended up fooling the offense. So I'm sure they'll take a look at it after practice. And, you know, part of camp, as Teddy Bridgewater said, better to make those mistakes now than in week one. And, you know, the end of practice they did a two-minute drill. Um, you know, Drew Locke was first, owned 25-yard line, two timeouts, 210 left down a touchdown. Got down to the red zone uh, with a little bit of uh, – down in distance mechanics because he had a third and nine that became a third and six after a completion. So they gave him an extra play. And then eventually Justin Simmons intercepted it in the end zone. As Drew said afterwards, he goes, "He's Drew sort of joked, he said, hey, I got to go watch some Justin Simmons tape because he's got him a couple times here in camp. And then uh, Teddy started at his 25, moved past midfield. Uh, he said a miscommunication uh, on the interception by uh, Roe Ferris, who just got into town. That's his second. So I would say uneven. But... If you're a glass is half full, which you know I am, Kyle, I'm all about positivity. Uh, you get, you just work on a lot of situations. So I think it was good work today and good teaching tape. And you know now, uh, now those guys have uh, two days to think about those uh, interceptions and practice. Again, folks, first in Orange Podcast,
0: that's Ryan O'Halloran. This is Kyle Newman out here at the Broncos training facility. And, of course, you can rewind with all the Broncos training camp practices, seven so far, going on eight tomorrow at denverpost.com slash broncos. Ryan all over that on the snap counts, the plays of the day, who's doing well, who's not, et cetera. That transitioned us to our next topic here. And someone who is catching some eyes early in camp and drawing some praise from guys who are usually pretty muted is running back Javante Williams. So the rookie out of North Carolina, Pat Shermer, just yesterday said that he's pretty excited about this guy and and Drew Locke and others adding on to that uh, excitement.
1: Yeah, Shermer went a lot further than I thought he would when I asked him because I said, hey, how is Javante Williams carried over what he learned in the spring? to the field in the summer and he said he's been terrific and he goes some guys just have it some guys don't have it and you wake up in the morning and start all over so to me that means hey this this kid is stacking up practices he's protecting he's catching it and he's running with power uh, even though there's no tackle to the ground so I mean I've been, I've been bullish on Williams since they traded up to get him I think he's going to lead the team in rushing I've not seen anything so far to make me change my mind on that so I think the Broncos do feel like they have some kind of weapon there but one of their other weapons is Cortland Sutton and coming off that ACL let's face it the first couple of weeks you look like a guy who hadn't played football in 18 months or been out in practice but you know one thing you're reporting on a story on him you I think he took a real step forward uh, today being Wednesday
0: yeah and he's cutting with confidence running routes with confidence now we're still not seeing him go up in traffic and Make those amazing 50 50 catches quite yet, but you can tell each day's out here stacking bricks. And Drew Locke said as much today. You know, he thought he turned even a corner today. And by week one, September 12th, against the Giants on the road, Vic, Drew Locke, everybody else, they believe Cortland Sutton's going to be, you know, the guy that fans were used to going back two years ago.
1: Yeah, and I, I you know, if, if they're purposely not making him do uh, tight red zone and, and, and fades, I, that's fine, because you don't want him landing wrong on, on somebody's ankle, and then you're having a setback. And, you know, and one thing Vic Fangio said after practice on Tuesday was he'd like to see Sutton play a little bit in the preseason, the same with Bradley Chubb. because, And I agree with that philosophy, is you don't want these guys' first live reps to be one count counts so against the Giants on September 12th. That doesn't mean he has to play all three games. That doesn't mean he has to play 50 snaps, get him out there, have him run a couple of safe routes just to you know get tackled, get hit, feel, you know, feel that, I don't want to say sensation, feel that feeling again. And but I think I think uh, Cortland uh, took a big step forward during this practice.
0: First in Orange Podcast, that's Ryan O'Halloran. This is Kyle Newman. Moving on to our next subject here, talking about another rookie on the other side of the ball, and that is Jonathan Cooper, the seventh round pick out of Ohio State. Got a chance to catch up with Cooper yesterday, being Tuesday after practice, and you know we had heard about his his heart issues that had kept him out of rookie manning camp, most of OTAs. Well, come to find out, it wasn't just a few heart issues. He had three pretty major heart surgeries, was under for about eight hours each time, and this was a recurring issue from what happened in high school. He had two similar heart procedures. So five heart procedures since high school now for for Cooper, and they didn't even they weren't even sure his camp, you know, whether he was going to be able to, to get out of the blocks here in his rookie season. So to see him out here flying around during training camp, shout out to the doctors and obviously Cooper pretty excited about his chance in front
1: of him. Yeah. I talked to John Pagano, the outside linebacker's coach about him. I said, you know, is he caught up and he says, you know, he's getting there because one thing you say about Cooper, you got to play his butt off every play in practice. He's going to give a hundred percent. That was his MO at Ohio state special so, teams too, Yeah, as a captain. And you know, A month and a half ago, I thought Cooper was headed toward a redshirt season. Where hey, you know, make sure there's no setbacks, get right, you know, learn the defense, and then you know, hit the ground running. He may hit the ground running this year. I mean, I'm not going to get overly ambitious, but they have they have a third, they have a fourth, fourth edge rusher position up for grabs between him, Derek Tuska. uh, you know, Andre Vince hasn't really done a lot. The undrafted rookie from Vanderbilt. So uh, I think Cooper is one. Of, if you had to pick one of the you know positives of the first week, he would definitely be up there.
0: So behind Miller and Chubb, as you mentioned, Malik Reed obviously going to be that number three pass rusher. But besides that, it's kind of up for grabs. And I think uh, a chance for Cooper to make some noise here in training camp and. Like I mentioned, he's grateful to be back following those three heart surgeries. And he said, you know, he's going forward, looking forward here with positive vibes, not worried about the heart as he's running around out there.
1: Yeah, and The thing about this team in this camp, if you're an outside linebacker, they're going to get a lot of plays because they obviously are managing Von Miller. They're obviously managing Bradley Chubb, both justifiably get them ready for week one, but don't overdo them. That means a lot of first, second team, third uh, reps for these young uh, edge rushers. So it, uh, you know, you, it could be, uh, you know, it could be a guy who makes the roster, and not only that, is active on game day.
0: So we'll close the show here. First in Orange podcast, Kyle Newman, Ryan O'Halloran, presented by the Denver Post with some injury updates, and most notably Mike Purcell still not practicing. He'll be out about a week, maybe a little more, with that ankle injury. And then Josie Jewell could be out week to ten days, Vic Fangio said, with a groin injury. So a, a big opening for Justin Sternad. And those two injuries are a couple amongst a, a growing list for the Broncos. Not too much concern yet, but a growing list for Denver.
1: Yeah, and you know, one, one positive injury note was that receiver KJ Hamler was back on Wednesday after missing Tuesday he was at a COVID protocol to me that generally means a false positive test so they got because he has been vaccinated you know Jewel could be you know through next week Purcell has been a week but he hasn't done really anything on a side field yet you know Mac McCain a corner who had a first couple pretty good couple days to start camp he has a hamstring he's going to be out a little bit according to Fangio so um, you know, the only major run right now is you know Andre, you know first-year player offensive tackle Cody Conway with that knee injury, so he's done for this. You know he's done, and uh, you know one thing they have to pay attention to is the reason they're signing these corners is there's going to be so many plays in the Minnesota practices next week, is they don't want to overdo it with Fuller, Callahan, Sertan, and Darby. So you need somebody to play those second and third team reps. That's why they've been adding these corners.
0: First Orange podcast, that's Ryan O'Halloran. This is Kyle Newman. Appreciate listening in to today's show. We'll have continued updates for you next week as the team prepares to travel to Minnesota for the joint practices and, of course, throughout the rest of training camp and the preseason. Kyle Newman alongside Ryan O'Halloran. Appreciate you listening in to today's show, denverpost.com slash broncos. Until next time, folks, take it easy.